You know, they're like, oh, this makes me think of my penis. And they're like, oh, I want to tell you about my new pet dog. There you go. There's more out there than just plain old Pornhub. I've got songs that just make me swoon and want to be kissed all over. And some of the lyrics just makes you slide into feeling delicious. Come on. Morning, Tanya. Hey, Maya. Good to chat with you again. How are you? Uh, I'm in particularly good form on this spring day. And I'm excited to hear that it's FBI supporter drive. Yes. Fantastic times. Yes. Now... Before we get into our topic this week, which is the second part of getting in the mood, some tips and tricks to try, let's just take a moment to really highlight, I think, how great having this segment on a place like FBI really is. There's so few avenues to really hear destigmatized advice on not only like sexual health, but on pleasure and have it to be completely shame free. So well done to you. <laughs> Thank you. I think well done to FBI for, for allowing me this platform. I continually say how grateful I am to be able to come on air every couple of weeks and talk about things with literally no censorship, you know, and, and you guys allow me to dive quite deep and, and those who know me will know that I'm a deep thinker and a deep diver <laughs> for most things. So I'm not a good person to get on for fluffy light media segments and and you guys have let me go with what I think are really important messages to bring out to people and to give people language on how to talk about sex it's such an important thing and the feedback over the couple of years that we've been doing this because we, we're nearly at 55 episodes now it's so many yeah insane hey yeah but I get lovely feedback from people you know I often have friends and family but also people calling me up saying I listen to you on the radio and that was really right on and getting some emails from folks and also lots of people have come along to see me because they've finally felt brave enough after hearing somebody speak online and I'm hoping that they've you know that there's a lot of other folks out there who maybe went to see other sex therapists or counsellors to get a little bit of help and to find a safe place to talk about these things. Exactly now if you've not really come across let's talk about sex before or you've heard little bits and pieces of it but you're still not quite sure what it is it's a segment I guess between Tanya and you and she's answering your questions on pleasure what to do what not to do I guess new, I don't want to say trends because that sounds a bit <laughs> not quite correct, but different methods you could be trying to really hone in on not only maybe changing things up with your partner, but also it was for me the most memorable part about let's talk about sex so far was really going into the politics of pleasure. Ah, uh, yeah, that's my favorite topic, that one. Um, yeah, just how many things can impact what's happening in the bedroom that we're just, we don't really connect the dots and, yeah. and understand what that can be. Yeah, it's really amazing. And I think and it, it can be quite elementary, I guess, to just really pin this all onto talking about. So you could try this or you could like yeah, shove this up here or try this there and there. Like there's so much more to this segment, I, I think, especially that doesn't yeah. get that um, mention as often as it should. So I just wanted to give it that. <laughs> Yay, thanks. You know, I think that sex, it's not just which bits go in what places. You know, it's um, its relational, it's emotional, it's physical, it's radical, it's political, it's 
you know, it, it's many, it's spiritual, it's transcendental, it's personal development. You know, there's so many things um, that hook into that and we're all sexual beings. So our hope is that we can talk about different things each week that are going to appeal to different folks. And, you know, my, my hope always is to make people thoughtful. If we've done that, then we're doing a great job and we're always really open to people um, coming up with ideas or topics or things that they'd like to hear about. So hit us up. Hell yeah. And maybe sling us a few dollars so that we can keep doing this. Yes, we can only really keep Let's Talk About Sex going and on the air because both Tanya and I are volunteers. We can only yep. keep doing our little bit and providing this for you with your support. I mean, I'm a supporter Tanya also is a supporter. Yeah. You can sign up for as little as five or ten bucks a month, depending on if you are a concession. And you just gotta head to fbiradio.com slash support and do what Mia from Willoughby has done and Lewis from Potts Point has just done. They've both renewed their memberships. Big, big thank you to you, Mia from Willoughby and Lewis in Potts Point. We're going to go into a very quick song and then we're going to go, we're going to bog down into recapping, um, getting, getting in, in the, the mood, mood. getting in the mood. Now I'm going to go to Sydney artist, Billy Marie here, debut single from them. There's a language warning. You're an FBI. Hi. Billy Marie with Down. We are on Let's Talk About Sex on Mornings with me, Maya Billick, and I'm joined by Tanya Coons. We are talking about getting in the mood and we've been recapping. So about a fortnight ago, we shared some tips and tricks on what to do and what not to do. And, you know, it's no secret that living in isolation or working from home and completely readjusting your lifestyle between work and living and dating has taken a big hit by the pandemic. And so we've been going through trying to get yourself in the right state of mind to really be, I guess, in the best, not only mood, but being able to really hone in on everything that's happening and having normal dates per yeah. se, per se. I mean, what is, what is normal these days? That's yeah. interesting, isn't it? <laughs> now, Tanya, what yeah. do you recommend are some good tips for getting yourself in the right mind frame for a date? We want to feel present and sexy. And is there a routine we could devise to get ourselves into date mode? Currently? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people have forgotten all about, you know, we used, I'm just remembering back. It's not that long ago, six months ago. We all got dressed up and we went out regularly. And uh, now that seems to be the exception rather than the rule. So people are finding, they're like, oh, my God. Some some of them have put on a few COVID kilos and don't fit their sexy clothes and they're not feeling so sexy. Uh, some of them have just gotten so used to staying home that getting dressed up is really a little bit stress-inducing. Mm. And some folks are still not feeling like it's right for them to venture out or are just keeping things very narrow. So I can understand that it's a little bit more tricky to get your sexy on at the moment for, for many people. For some people, 
they're ready, the gates are open, they're out, perform, out they go. But for some of us, um, it's a little bit tricky. So what are the things, I guess, that you think about that make you feel more approachable, it, be it for a sexy date or for sex itself? Like you might be staying home with your loved one and still finding it hard to get your sexy on. Because I'm seeing two forces. Some people are finding that being locked down and, and facing down this sort of like deathly global pandemic is um, making them feel more excited to be alive, you know, with the with, with sort of doom and gloom all around them. They want to feel more vital. And so they're feeling more horny and wanting more sex because it makes them feel alive. Other people are feeling quite shut down going, how can you think about sex at a time like this? Right. Um, and that's particularly tricky if you are in relationship with a, one of each of those. Uh, and it's coming up quite a lot because these are the people that I'm spending a lot of time counseling at the moment where they can't sort of get their libidos up into the same realm. So the things that we're chatting about are what are the things that might make you feel more approachable for sex? You know, is it having a shower or a bath? You know, do, do you feel more sexy when you smell good? Is it feeling hot and sweaty? Some people like their lover to pounce on them when they've just come in from a 10K run, you know, and it gets all animalistic. Is it getting out in nature and feeling the sun on your skin? You know, nature is very healing and we've all been locked up for a cold winter mm. and a scary winter. Could it be something like getting a massage or even simple things like spending some time holding hands or kissing or the things that tend to go off the boil when you're not thinking about sex so much? Could it be wearing certain underwear? You know, I'm a long-time believer of wearing sexy underwear on everyday days just to make yourself feel good, not for anyone else, but for yourself. Um, could it be wearing a particular outfit that makes you feel ba-boom, boom, boom, you know? Could it be running around naked for a little while helps you get your sexy on, you know? So it might be not routine, but it might be tapping into things that can get you into the zone. Because I do think people need to get themselves energetically ready for sex. It's too hard to get off a Zoom call and go straight into being a sexy vixen in the bedroom, even if it is just one minute around the corner. Absolutely. You know, you've got, there's a bit of time traveling and there's a bit of energetic space that you need to come into to sort of disconnect from whatever was on that Zoom call and connect with whoever is in the bedroom, if True. that makes sense. Now, we're going to come back and talk about some sexy media, but I think this uh, Fen Lily track might potentially be something that'll soundtrack. Or maybe it is a track that you might find that makes you feel a little bit sexy, feel a certain kind of way. Um, really quickly, want to give a shout out to Nikki, who couldn't agree more with you, Tanya. And gives a shout out to the FBI, to the perfect team that is Tanya and FBI. I couldn't agree more. Also, <laughs> Nikki. Now I'm watching Nikki. <laughs> if you want to become an FBI supporter and keep on supporting programs and segments like this, because independent media has truly never been more worth fighting for than it is now, you can head to fbiradio.com forward slash support. Bachelor Pad with I'm an Individual, your favourite band from Sydney, and Fen Lily with Allopathy. 
We are on Let's Talk About Sex. I'm joined by Tanya Coons, and we are going through getting in the mood. Now, I've recently come across Dipsy, which is an app of erotic stories geared more towards um, femme-identifying folk. Should we be cracking into some more sexy media, just generally speaking? Yes, I say yes, whatever gets you there. And I know that reading erotica works for lots of folks. What I often say to people is, when, instead of reading it on your own, how about you read it to each other? That this, People forget that they can do that. And it's a really lovely thing to be read to. And it can be fun and playful. And you can, you know, you can stop whenever you get distracted. Um, so other things you can ask yourself, are there songs that put you in the mood? You know, we're here compiling a sexy playlist. So send us in your songs. I know that I've got songs that just make me swoon and want to be kissed all over. And some of the lyrics of those songs just makes you slide into feeling delicious. So make a sexy playlist, you know. We're starting one here for you. And I'm hoping that we can play a song or two in future segments from all of your suggestions. And you can have playlists for different moods as well. Sometimes you're in an up-tempo, bouncing around, rambunctious kind of mood. And other times you might be in a slow and central down-tempo mood. So, you know, um, charge your lover to make a playlist. Make one for each other, yeah. Yes. And then people have their same their favorite porn sites as well. I really recommend trying ethical porn sites like Erica Lust. Uh, they show folks discussing and negotiating what they're going to do, so you can see how hella sexy consent really is, right? And they also show all sorts of bodies, age groups, sexual orientations, and they show talking and laughing and having a good time. It's not all through the white cis male gaze, which I find really refreshing, very sexy, and there's not a hint of violence in there at all, right? So that, that kind of stuff, super duper duper sexy. And it's I really think that it's nice to see people that you can relate to having a lovely time, right? Um, that's a personal thing, but also in ethical porn, you can find whatever you like in there. There's, there's so much stuff. So Google ethical porn and you'll get lists and lists and lists of sites to go check out. But I particularly recommend Erica Lass. She's a, a very good and wonderful film producer. There you go. There's more out there than just plain old Pornhub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pornhub. No, it's not ethical. A lot of performers aren't paid to be featured on Pornhub. Exactly. Now, uh, speaking of Dipsy and sexy media like that, I'm sure a lot of people who are maybe feeling a bit frisky or feeling single would be turning to uh, dating apps at the moment. If you're not feeling particularly yourself, would it be, would we be making the right I guess, suggestion, might we draw a blank when trying to start up a fun conversation? How would you approach not drawing said blank? <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I think a lot of people are a bit clunky and a bit awkward on dating apps uh, if they want to talk sexy or even... So there's a difference. There's talking about sex and then there's talking sexy. And I think a lot of people get confused, mm. right? So they might asking so what do you like blah 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 and that's not a turn on for lots of people they're like oh you want to know um you know what my favorite position is or what's the wildest thing I've ever done or blah 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 and they're not thinking that that's foreplay they're, they're thinking that they're telling fun racy stories down at the pub right so it's uh important for you to work out what it is that a you want to achieve out of that sexy conversation and b what the other person might be up for so 
use lines if you want to take the talk sexy use the lines that you would say in person right i don't know how many times i've said to folks on dating sites would you actually walk up to someone in a bar and say that and they're, they're, they're like what do you mean no and i'm like why are you doing that here you know i'm a real life human being person here right um, so you need your, your manners on dating apps that, you know, that's what I just said. There are real people behind the screen. So be nice, right? I've just been reading Clementine Ford's Instagram over the weekend. Where, I was just about to say that. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that 28-year-old guy was so aggressive and so abusive because someone had the audacity to say no, thank you. Yeah. Um, so it's not okay to be rude, to be angry, to body shame people or even to get pouty or upset because they don't want to talk about sex right so the first hint that i would give you is seek consent if you want to move the chat in a sexy direction right it's incredibly dull when folk keep steering the talk to sex talk if you're not in the humor for it right? and it's like a battle you know they're like oh this makes me think of my penis and you're like oh, i want to tell you about my new pet dog and then it's like oh i want to touch your butt and you're like oh let me tell you about my favorite restaurant it's really frustrating, really frustrating. I'm like disorientating. Yeah. I, you know, but sometimes I'm like, well, that's what the block button's for. See ya. But <laughs> you know, if you want to, you know, and you want to engage with someone that way, questions like, are you up for a little bit of flirting or sexy banter? Or would you like to move the chat into a little bit hotter area? Right. So that that's that's a great consent seeking. So listen to what answer you get. And then you can ask questions like, you know, what do you find sexy on a date, right? So people can answer that. What kind of touch do you find sexy? You know, what really revs your engines, right? So it opens things up. Do you want to swap some sexy stories? Maybe some funny sexy stories, some wild sex stories, things that you've read. It doesn't always have to be foreplay and about your genitals at this point in time, right? And if the person says no to you, thank them for their no, right? Thanks for saying no. I really appreciate that. It sets up safety between us. I really like people who are honest. But don't be afraid to ask again another time, right? You haven't been shut down forever. Unless they say, I don't like to talk about sex online, then you have been. But if they're like, no, I don't really want to, you can check in another time. And if they say no again, then just check if that's a full-time no or a situational no. For example, a situational no is I'm at my parents' place right now for lunch. I can't really get into a sexy chat with you, right? And, and be understanding about that. Don't be pouty. You know, I've met so many times when people have managed to turn themselves on and then suddenly they've they've treated me like some sort of masturbation service. And I'm like, oh. The dating site you know if you if you're really excited and you want to go do something about that i'm all across that but i don't want to participate so we can say goodbye and i'll catch you another time right there you go how to appropriately <laughs> respond to no's <laughs> yeah we really need to be able to hear no and if you can hear a no well that's a very sexy thing for the person you're trying to tune i think that's another brilliant reason as to why this segment is so significant and so important and could I dare say only really happen on such a platform like FBI radio that is all about emerging youth culture and providing a home for these quote unquote uh, weird or strange or unusual areas of, of interest and topics which is why we're asking you to help us bring it home this supporter drive and become an FBI supporter at fbiradio.com support 
we're going to help you on that theme of bringing it home right after this song, give you some ideas on how to get both you and your partner into that same headspace and both into the mood right here on Let's Talk About Sex. Don't go anywhere. This next song coming out of Sydney is by Stressless. There's a language warning. It's called Airport Flowers. Stressless with airport flowers out of Sydney. That's the cheeky laugh of Tanya Coons right here and Let's Talk About <laughs> Sex. Now, all right, we're bringing it home with this supportive drive and part of today's show has been talking about getting you in the move. Now, you've got yourself a partner, um, either one that you've already, you've one you've prepared earlier or uh, a partner you're bringing safely over to your house um, or even someone that you might live with. What are some good ways to set up your joint to get you both in the mood? Ah, good question. And here, you know, I'm at very risk of sounding cliche here, but doing things like adjusting the lighting, um, candles, looking at the music you're playing, can you pop some flowers around? Can you look at uh, minimizing interruptions like no housemates, no children, no pets, no work? Um, and then doing things like giving your, your partner or your lover compliments or things that you appreciate about them. It really, really helps people relax and feel, feel nice. Um, look at the area that you're in and try and make it clutter free. It's um, not very sexy to be in a messy bedroom or be tripping over things as you try and make your way towards each other. Uh, what kind of clothing are you wearing? Are, are you giving, are you dressing with a signal that's like, hello, here I am, I'm approaching you. Um, you might use food, um, cook for the person or pick things that they like to eat or feed them. And don't forget to flirt. Flirting is very sexy. You know, you can be having cheeky conversations and innuendo. You can do little bits of soft touch. It doesn't have to be that, you know, look, here I've lit the room really nicely and there's a bunch of flowers now I'm going to jump on you, right? Take your time. It's a journey. It's a seduction. Right. So if you want to get people in the mood, treat them as if they're important enough to be seduced and that you're very excited by them and want to take time to let them know how special and how sexy they really are. Yes. Right? And, you know, I think any I think anything that shows you've made an effort goes a long way in the sexy department. Right. It's also I think you need to let folks know that there's no pressure for sex as some folks with lower libido can interpret that as oh my god I have to have sex now that my partner's made all this effort no you don't you can still appreciate that and say I really love this and I'm up for a bit of hand holding or cuddling but I don't think I can go any further uh, and then if you have taken time to set all of that up and your partner's not quite in the mood try not to get in a bad mood or stomp around the house or sulk about that because it will make it even more scary and more difficult to get in the mood for it another time so, you know, try and do things as kindly and as thoughtfully as you can and even manage disappointment that way as well. Well said, Tanya. Very well mm -hmm. said. And I, I think the biggest takeaway I can always take from the advice that you give on Let's Talk About Sex is communicate and take it slow. Yeah. Well, slowing things down is unbelievably sexy. I urge you, give it a try and see what happens. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Tanya, for popping through today and for always sharing the best, most thoughtful advice and suggestions and tips and tricks that you can be trying in this instance to get yourself in the mood. I'm giving you a little reminder that we can only keep bringing Let's Talk About Sex to you with your support, with your financial support. I've mentioned a little earlier, it's no secret that this year and the pandemic and the really devastating impacts it's had on not only the Australian music industry, but on independent media is, it's huge. It's been like a total, total decimation of uh, not only resources, but it can hopefully, we're trying not to make it have a really devastating impact on local culture, which is the entire MO of FBI radio and the key passion of volunteers at FBI radio that they bring to the station. And that's why we're asking you to help us bring it home for Sydney music, arts and culture and become a supporter online at fbiradio.com slash support. Thanks, Tanya. You can listen back to Let's Talk About Sex wherever you get your podcasts from. And we're hoping that all of the listeners to Let's Talk About the Sex will be passionate supporters because we're that kind of folk. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) 